everyone, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, the NaNoWriMo podcast with a silly name. I'm Wham James, whether I like it or not, and today we're talking to Kyle Turner. Kyle, welcome to the October interviews. Thank you so much. Look, it's October and we're interviewing. That checked all the boxes. Absolutely. You've said all the words that I've said so far. So, um... In these episodes, we've been talking to people about their uh, what they're working on and sort of the process that they have been doing to get ready for that. So first of all, what is the thing that you're going to be planning on working on for NaNoWriMo? Yes. Yeah, so the thing I am working on for NaNoWriMo is as yet untitled. So I don't know what it's called, but okay. that'll that'll be the last words that I throw on this project are going to be the title. Perfect. Or I might, maybe I'll do a blind shoot and we can come up with a title now and then I'll just wrap the story around that. You are the fourth person I've interviewed and three out of four people that I've interviewed have untitled projects. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's <laughs> it's really a lack of commitment. Um, we would rather we would rather write an entire story than put a fucking name on it. Absolutely. I'm actually in a bit of a, a different situation because I've already started writing it and I've been mm. writing it for a little while, but I'm using NaNoWriMo to really commit to finishing it. Okay. And the good news is, is that NaNoWriMo says, hey, do 50,000 words in a month. And like, that's cool. My goal for this project is 80,000 at least. Okay. In addition to what you've already written? So no, I've already written almost 30,000. And so I've kind of like capped myself right now where I'm like not really writing it. And that's an excuse that I'm using. And it's good. It's great right now. But (laughs) so that way I can focus on 50,000 words in November. I mean, it it would probably make more sense to actually just keep writing. And then I wouldn't have to do 50,000 words in 30 days. But you know, no, I think the way you're doing it makes the most sense. It's the it's the most sense and obviously will be the most successful thing. Occam's NaNoWriMo strategies. <laughs> yes. Okay, so how long have you been working on this on this project? How long did the first 30,000 take you? The first 30,000 have taken me, I mean, technically, I've been writing it off and on for a long time. I okay. first started writing like chapters, I want to say a year ago. But then I stopped writing and then I wrote 15 to 20,000 of those words in the last two months alone. So yeah, it's been a more recent like, all right, let's get some words. Let's think of all the words we know, crack open Uh that dictionary and throw them (laughs) over here. (laughs) So it's been a more recent project that I've been focusing on. And and so, yeah, I've been working on it for over a year and I've been developing the idea since 2016, which is uh, just too long ago at this point. (laughs) It's so far past. Do you remember 2016? I do. Yeah. We had a different president and life and a future. (laughs) Such a strange time. So your work is dystopian fiction then? Yes. Yes, it is. It's based wholly in that. Yes, absolutely. It started off very much of a, I wonder what the future looks like. Yes. No, not, not quite. Okay. But it's largely inspired by a lot of uh, dystopian things that I have read and been formed by growing up. And some of them are dystopian, like Hunger Games or stuff like that. But I really like adventure hero stories with a kind of unknown society or cultural element. And so I'm really building off of that without having to commit to building an entire world. Right. So I'm not not having to make a whole fantasy world. I'm really excited about this October interview series because it's like you guys talked to each other beforehand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which we haven't. We definitely haven't. So we've been talking so far about world building and how it's really tough but important to sort of establish the world, even if you like never refer to what the capital city's name is or like what the export is. Oh, God, It can be kind of 
important to establish. Oh, yeah. So that's very interesting to me that you're all that appears to be. Now, this is breaking news. World building an important (laughs) part of writing a novel. Yes. uh, Somehow it's crucial. It can also definitely become a crutch. That's why it's taken me so long to get into actual writing chapters is because so part of this involves like an underground society that has been kind of growing up or forming over the course of the last few decades alongside normal world that we live in. And Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, literally for some reason, I have written, oh, 8,000 words. Again, this isn't in that total of the 80,000. This is 8,000 words on background that involve, I wrote out a constitution for this society and laws. Dude, no, that's this is all part of it. I think that's brilliant. Oh, it's we, it's such a crutch. Oh no, we, it was I was writing anything except for chapters. Okay, but don't you feel like that the chapters are going to come easier immersing yourself in this world? It definitely makes me more excited to come back to it. Yes, yeah. because it makes me like, "Oh, I want to I I can't wait to get to this part or that part." But I can definitely say in the beginning it, because those were those were the only things I was writing that <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I know I, I I can't start, you know, chapter 1 yet because I I need right. to write a law about what happens whenever somebody gets murdered. And it'd be like, what do you think happens when somebody gets murdered? They go to jail. That doesn't need to be written down, Kyle. Stop it. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm going to disagree with your inner voice. I think that <laughs> I don't think you're wasting time at all. I think that's I think that's valuable. It's, I think it's that fun. you knowing what the situation is, like what the laws are, what the Constitution says in your world is going to be invaluable, which is a word that sounds like it means like I don't think it's going to be valuable. <laughs> But I think it's going to be very valuable. No, I got you. I got you. Words, and that's a good word. And I'm going to steal it for one of my 50,000 that I have to write down. <laughs> Just write one. That's one less you have to write. Exactly. Okay. So is this is this your first NaNoWriMo that you've done, like, officially? Yes. Okay. I, I thought about trying last year. Yeah. And I never committed to it. And then I got this year inducted into this gang. Yeah. And now I'm held hostage against my will. Good, good. That's That always makes for good writing. Yep. <laughs> James Joyce once disappeared for seven months and he came back bruised, but with four manuscripts. So it was really good. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> they made no sense, but I mean, that's just James Joyce. <laughs> They're mostly cries for help. <laughs> People have been analyzing the symbolism of those cries for help for, for decades. Yeah. Clearly, the 30,000 that you've already written is part of it. What are you doing in October as part of a preparation for like... You go to bed on Halloween, you wake up, it's November 1st. What are you going to want to have done or what are you planning on doing as a prep work in October for this project? Yes. So I am honestly not really doing a whole lot with the story. Mm -hmm. I should keep writing it. I definitely should. That's what I should be doing. Okay. But I've capped it because I'm like, oh, but if I do more, then I won't have 50,000 words to put on the NaNoWriMo website that that's what right. I did. And that's, again, a crutch. But I am trying a few different things that I've never done, which is one are those Inktober writing prompts, which is right. something that we've shared in our little group that we have for NaNoWriMo. And yeah. I just recently started writing those prompts. And that's really not anything I've ever done before. Yeah. Most of the time when I'm writing, it's because I get this idea of a full story that I start to outline. I'm very much an outliner, so I don't okay. I don't just write like random stories that I don't know everything already. Right. So, so these writing prompts have been fun because I just finished one for the current prompt, which was swing. And so the story mm-hmm. involves a swing at some point, but I literally didn't name the character that the story was around in this little writing prompt until the last sentence. And then I was like, oh, I'll just throw a name in there. Why not? Yeah. 
So it's like that kind of writing has been really fun because right. it's very off the cuff and it helps you just kind of explore syntax and structure and just kind of go with the flow and get those writing muscles all oiled up and shiny so that November 1st you can cry and they'll rust and then <laughs> you'll have somebody help you and then they'll clean off the rust and then you'll write 50,000 words. Right. That's which is, of course, the plot of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it is. Nano rhyme Moz. Um... <laughs> Okay, so you have written 30,000 words. Would you say that you've established all of your characters and locations and like, are you at a point now where it's sort of just like, okay, we're on the adventure, let's write the adventure? I am very much in the part of the story that is, um, so if you're looking at like the hero's journey of, mm-hmm. of those, that little cyclical structure, I am, I am just on the other side of the hero is in a new world. Okay. So I have not established all characters. I have not established everything that's going to happen, but I've gotten through the big hump of establishing character, normal life, and then changing it all and uh-huh. and just just throwing it out the window for everything yeah. that's new. And so I, I haven't established everything. I do have a pretty solid outline and character right. list and a very solid name generator that in a pinch, okay. I can just, boom, I need a name. All right, Clint, you're in the story now. Welcome. Welcome, Clint. Oh, nice. There it is. There's another one. Write it down. Time to die, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so would you go back and rename if the name didn't feel right, or are you going to just hit, like, generate name until the name gives you something that you like, or is are names important to you and your writing process? Yes, I, I, would, I would say so. I definitely have chosen the main character names with mm-hmm. intention. Most of the time when I need a name that's like really quickly yeah. to fill out a scene or something, right. then that's whenever I pull the old name generator. And the one I use is from a site and it lets you pick geographies and things like that so that you can kind of mix it up, which works well with my book because it's a multicultural kind of group of people. So that works well. But I do pick names intentionally for my characters. And I've right. actually, I think I've really only changed a couple. One character I changed entirely. Like I changed... Uh, I didn't change the personality. It was based off a person I knew. And and sadly enough, that person uh, who is a family member, she ended up passing away. And mm. I just changed everything. Like, it was like a covert nod to her. And I was right. like, okay, well, like, screw it. I can just make this character her, basically. And yeah, so th- exactly. I changed the gender from man to woman and <laughs> changed the name and everything. And I, I did that with one other character who I made some different character choices and the name just didn't fit. Because you can't, there's no Brits in the UK, I don't think. And I changed. Only this- Brits. Only Brits. You're right. And so, yeah, I changed the character's origin and therefore I had to change the name because Brett just didn't work anymore. And Brett's a god. I hated that name. I don't know why I put that on there. That's a (laughs) real problem is that when you have something you've looked at for a long time, you start to get sick of like, why the hell did I pick that thing? Or why did I say that? (laughs) That's disgusting. I've already decided I'm going to have to like rewrite the first chapter that I wrote like yeah. Two years ago, just because it's, I'm like, who, who wrote that? That's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross. That is amazing. And, and it's really cool to be able to just decide like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to make this this person. I think that's really, really cool. It's a double-edged sword for sure. Because, yeah. And that's something I've had to definitely learn and probably why I have never been able to really finish a project to like its fullest extent that I'd like to with other yeah. things that I've tried to write is because I would constantly edit and revise as I was trying to just get out a first draft. Right. And so that is my biggest goal and what I'm, I'm hoping to accomplish at, on December 1st is that I have a rough draft that is just 
so bad. I want it to be so <laughs> bad and so terrible because yeah. at least then I know it's done and I can wrap it up and start to clean it and sculpt it. It's literally, yeah. it's the weirdest thing this month. And the only thing I can compare it to is just like writing the book getting those 50,000, 80,000 words out of you is like finding like a piece of stone for a sculpture. Yeah. And then after that, that's when you actually start to sculpt it. But it's like just getting the material onto a page is just literally finding that stone and that's it. I love that. That's really, really cool. That's I love that like escalation of that. Like you just have to carve away the, you know, the statue of David from the marble. You're saying that NaNoWriMo is like excavating the marble. Yeah, that's it. That's it's, really cool. That's uh, yeah, and I think, you know, some of our other collaborators in on this project or on this uh, in this group and on the show can probably attest that who have finished their projects and are now revising it and it's be yeah. like, yeah, no, they finished the first draft a year ago or 2 years ago. It's like, no, it's still revising cuz like that takes longer. Yeah. And I think that's what's really cool about NaNoWriMo and that's why they make it, you know, the National Novel Writing Month is because it's yeah. like you just need to get this done. Push yourself yeah, to get it out in a month. And then yep. you can actually start writing a book because it's it's a lot more <laughs> after that. And it's, yeah, it's a lot. But I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm really happy to hear you're excited. I'm excited to read it. I guess I have one more question. Is your book set on Earth or is it an Earth-like place or is it like our world just a different time period or, or an alternate what, what are we dealing with in terms of like setting no that's a great question that's a great question and very important it's something that i chose and, and kind of developed very intentionally it's an earth-like setting okay. and it's called missouri and um and and it is missouri it's actually just okay, on earth. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. So, so um so yeah so it's, it's actually set mostly like i said it's like an underground its own little society right and when i say underground i don't mean like hidden away like harry right. potter i mean they live in a city under the ground but it's real big and there is some fantastical magical kind of like realism stuff involved in the characters in the world that that exists but it cohabitates along with our own earth and country and whatnot very cool and i have been to missouri once and i loved it and so i decided to set a story there that's awesome yeah Yeah, but my main character is from texas because i'm from texas and that's Uh obviously important to do with any book is to just make sure your first main character is from your birthplace and from your your home yes that is i believe that's the number one most crucial thing is that the character is a representation of you and that's it and that's it that's it (laughs) that's it and it's so much easier that way (laughs) kyle as we wrap up is there anything that i haven't asked you that you wanted to talk about in terms of your prep work for nanowrimo no okay great cool you're doing such a good job. <laughs> Thanks. You're so good at this. Well, thank you. I'm really excited to read all of the podcasters on this podcast's work, uh, as well as, you know, our friends that aren't on this podcast. And I'm really excited to get to talk to all of you about sort of your process and uh, get a glimpse into your amazing minds. So thank you for sitting down with me and talking with me. Yeah, thank you. Where can people find you if they wanted to get in contact with you on the internet? That's a good question. Um, there's the Twitter where mm-hmm. I am at Kyle the Turner and okay. on Instagram at the same thing. Not at the same cool. thing, but at Kyle the Turner. Right. At the same thing was taken, and so I couldn't I couldn't have that, that <laughs> sure. handle. Right. So I had to stick with uh, at Kyle the Turner. So Instagram and Twitter is, is the easiest way to find me. And what is the website for the name generator you talked about? I think it's on Reedz. 
Reedsy, which is R-E-E-D-S-Y.com. Okay. They have a bunch of little tools. I think they even have like a setting generator and they have like a bunch of really cool little tools that are, again, sometimes very fruitful distractions for a right. blocked writer or a procrastinating writer. So it's not right. it's not always the best because then you're just like, oh, no, but I need <laughs> to find all the names for all my characters that could uh-huh. even exist just so I have a list of the 30,000 people that live here. Um, <laughs> right. And it's like, that's not a useful <laughs> use of our time. But they do have some really good tools that I have liked using that are super easy. Yeah, Reedsy, R-E-E-D-S-Y.com. Awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you so much and good luck in November. And I've been trying to figure out a good sign off. I've tried. We'll see you in November. And I've also tried. I'll talk to you in December. So I'm going to have said both of those and we'll figure out which will work best. Yeah, I think just a kind of a simple bye bye Rymo. Just as that. And that's just kind of like you just kind of throw that in there. Just bye bye. Nah, no. OK. And hey, you know what? An see, important, a, important part nah, of the. No. Oh, because it's the other part of like a nano Nan- Nah, no. Nah, no. I just thought we were just editing. We were just live revising. We were already <laughs> done with the first draft. We're chiseling away at the Marvel. It's like, this yeah. is a bad, this is a bad one. Get that chunk out of here. Kyle, you are a delight as always. You are the light that crests over the, the horizon in the morning. And I will talk to you very, very Ooh. soon. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very excited. <laughs> Talk to you later and goodbye. Goodbye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.